Welcome to Kingdom Writers, where we help equip and empower Christian writers of all genres to share your unique gifts with the world. We're your hosts, CJ and Shelley Hitz. This podcast is filled with spiritual encouragement as well as prayers to help you overcome the resistance you face as a writer. Your story matters. Hey, Kingdom Writers, this is Shelly Hitz. Welcome to the Breakthrough Series. So this is going to be a series of 12 episodes that we're going to dive in deep to the obstacles that you face as a Christian writer. We covered all of these topics in our online prayer meeting episode, and now we're going to dive deep into some practical things and some scriptures that can really help you. So I hope you enjoy this series. We did record it live on Facebook, and so you may hear us say, you know, comment here, or we're going to have some Q&A at the end. But just know that you can always join us live over on our Facebook page, Christian Book Academy. And we also wanted to provide this on our podcast so that you can listen to these as many times as you want to help you receive breakthrough as a kingdom writer. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about putting an end to procrastination. So this is a big one. My name is Shelly Hitz. I'm here with my husband, CJ. Hey gang. And I just want to ask you some questions. Have you ever dealt with procrastination when it comes to your writing? Or have you ever put off writing because you feel like you need to learn more, you need to have more resources, or you're not ready yet, or whatever it might be. Well, we're gonna talk about this in today's episode of the Breakthrough Series. We're so excited that you're joining us, and we are tackling 12 of the most common obstacles we see Christian writers face. And what makes this training different is we come about it with the power of scripture and prayer. So it's not just practical tips, although we're gonna give you tons of practical tips. We're also going to really give you that spiritual encouragement and power to do what God has created you to do and called you to do. And so if you're here with us and you're watching or listening, please interact with us. Let us know you're here. Nothing motivates and encourages us more. We we read every comment and reply. And so please let us know you're here and interact as we go. We love that. And um, CJ's just going to start us off on this topic. Yeah, so I thought we'd start off just a little more lighthearted on this one yeah. uh, and then eventually get a little more serious. But some of you may uh, be familiar with a few of these uh, procrastination jokes. And I'm just going to say right off the bat that I am a perpetrator <laughs> of uh, being a procrastinator. And uh, so that's something that everything that we say today Man, I'm I'm uh, preaching to myself here because this has been one that I've I've dealt with uh, really all my life. Uh, ever since my dad would tell me to go sweep the driveway, and an hour later that driveway still wasn't swept. <laughs> uh, eventually, getting to it, but yeah. um, you know, here's a few uh, jokes. You know, I just joined a procrastinator support group. I start tomorrow. Right. <laughs> uh, another one is, uh, one of these days I'm going to get help from my procrastination problem. One of these days. <laughs> one of these days, yeah. Uh, if it weren't for the last minute, I wouldn't get anything done. <laughs> and I love this one by Mark Twain. Uh, Never put off until tomorrow what you can do the day after tomorrow. 
Anyone else? <laughs> and then this one uh, may be my favorite. This is Joan Connor. And it's uh, procrastination always gives you something to look forward to. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody uh, relate to any of those? Uh, g- give me a hand raise in the comments there. Yeah. Uh, hallelujah, whatever you want to put in there. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, on a more serious note, um, how many of you have ever said to yourselves, you know, I know that I need to do this thing, but I'll do it tomorrow. Or, you know, um, I'm going to start this whole project tomorrow, or I'm going to start it next week, whatever it might be. And th- that got me thinking about a verse that I had come across that, you know, just a little different way of looking at that verse. But it's Proverbs 27.1, and it says, Don't brag about tomorrow, since you don't know what the day will bring. And, you know, it got me thinking, man, you know, I think a lot of times we just assume we're going to have tomorrow. Mm, that's a good point. You know, we just say, oh, well, you, you know, it's just a given. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have tomorrow and I'll start my writing project tomorrow. Or yeah. I know this thing that God's put on my heart. So, hey, I'll start it next week. It's not a big deal. And yet here we see that in Proverbs it says, don't brag about tomorrow. As if it's just a given. And there's another verse, um, really even a passage in James, and I won't read all the verses, but it's James chapter 4. And the specific verse that I want to actually apply is verse 17, James 4, 17. I'm going to actually read the Passion Translation, which kind of adds some freshness to this. But it says, So if you know of an opportunity... To do the right thing today, yet you refrain from doing it, you're guilty of sin. And so that kind of ratchets things up a little more seriously, doesn't it? Um, (laughs) But I say all that to say, you know, we are here as fellow travelers. We're not here pointing a finger or trying to put a guilt trip on any of us. I hope that essentially what we can look at is, man, a verse like that can motivate me to action. It can motivate me to say, man, you know, I want to be excited about this project God's put on my heart, but I don't want to just keep putting it off, putting it off, assuming that I've got tomorrow. Because Mm -hmm. how many know that sometimes tomorrow just doesn't come for various reasons? And, um, you know, what are we doing today? in order to accomplish, you know, that goal that God's put on our hearts. Yeah. And, you know, that's such a good point because we're not guaranteed tomorrow. And Rebecca said, I procrastinate particularly when I feel overwhelmed or I don't feel confident in my ability to do something. And that's exactly what I'm going to start. I'm going to be talking about. It's almost as if you saw my notes, Rebecca. (laughs) Um, Because there's often a deeper route to procrastination. There's often something deeper going on beneath the surface. Um, There's a verse in Proverbs or in um, Psalms 119.60. It says, I will hurry without delay to obey your commands. Mm. And so, again, it's it's about being, you know, um, 
willing to do what God has done, uh, has called us to do. And before we got on here, we were praying for you and we were praying that you would be activated in the things God has called you to do, that it would be an activation, not out of striving, not out of forcing, not out of pushing, Mm -hmm. not out of trying harder, but an activation out of God's spirit for what he has for you to do. And so I just want to encourage you that we all struggle with these things at times. And yeah, I just want to interject real quickly. That verse, uh, Psalm 119.60, I looked up the Hebrew, you know, for that word hurry. And that word hurry, it doesn't denote like this, oh, I got to hurry and get something done, you know, sort of, you know, without quality or just screwing around, you know, pulling my hair out. I got to hurry. It denotes more of an excitement. You know, I'm excited. This opportunity that I have before me to obey the commands of God. It's an exciting thing. It brings life. It's uh, it's fun when we accomplish a goal, you know, or you, yeah. you wake up in the morning and you're really excited, you know, to go on a certain trip or go on a hike or, you know, visit a favorite restaurant for breakfast, whatever it might be. It's, a, it's an excitement of being in a hurry because you just don't want anything to delay that anymore. You just want to get to it. It's fun. Yeah. And I think that's what we wanted to note here. It's, it's not a, uh, a hurriedness that is going to lead to just putting something out there that's less than quality but it's more of this lord help me to be excited about those things you've already put on my heart help me to to come up to your level so to speak uh, to see from your perspective, you know, regarding what you've laid laid there. Yeah, and a joy. Like I've heard people say, you know, a get to versus a have to. Yeah. And so one of the things I wanted to mention, though, is that there's often a deeper root to procrastination. It's more of like a symptom. Hmm. And so kind of like when you go to a doctor and you have a symptom of something and then they give you a diagnosis. Right now, I just want to ask you to just quiet your heart and ask the Lord for a diagnosis for your procrastination. And at any given day, it could be a little bit different, but whatever you're dealing with today, maybe just think about what is something that you've been putting off? What is something that you know that you wanna start or you wanna finish or you wanna continue? And just ask the Lord, Lord, what is the root? What is the diagnosis for this symptom of procrastination that I'm experiencing? I'm gonna give you a couple ideas. The first one is perfectionism. And CJ has definitely dealt with this one. We will talk about this in more depth in our next episode because our next episode is all about perfectionism. I know a lot of you have told me that that's something that stops you is wanting things to be perfect. And so you just never even get started or you don't continue because it just feels so overwhelming to try to have that first draft perfect, which the first draft is never to be perfect. So again, we'll talk about this more tomorrow. So that could be one. It could be that sometimes you need more information or skills. Like Rebecca said earlier, she sometimes doesn't feel confident. And so she procrastinates. I'm the same way. You know, sometimes we just don't have the knowledge or the skills. And so that's where we ask the Lord, okay, what do I need to do? You know, 
Google search is a great place to start. <laughs> YouTube, yeah. your library, you know, um, there's a lot of resources on Amazon books, you know, that you can just get on Amazon, like my book, Procrastination to Publication. It gives you seven steps to publish a Kindle book. It gives you the knowledge, it gives you the skills of what you need to know to accomplish that task. Similar in our academy, we give you some of that knowledge and the skills, but plus we have, you know, all of these people, members and mentors that are in our um, academy Facebook group that can answer questions for you. We were just asked, answering questions this morning about websites and so, you know, sometimes just going that extra step and saying, okay, if I'm not feeling confident, if that's the root of why I'm procrastinating, what is it I need to, to do to learn more to be able to feel confident or to get the help that I need? What is it I need to do in order to move forward in that way? And then, you know, sometimes it can actually be a spiritual battle. So like with my book, Broken Crayon Still Color, I started it and had a, a very rough first draft. And then I didn't continue for like almost a year on that book. And to be honest, the resistance and the procrastination for me for that particular book was definitely a spiritual battle. And now looking back, you know, they say hindsight's twenty twenty. I can see all the more because of all the testimonies that have come in and all the ways that God's using that book. So sometimes it can be that. And then it could also be that you feel overwhelmed at what to do. And so, you know, we're going to give you some tips as well later on. But one of the tips that I want to share with you, if you do feel overwhelmed and that's what's causing the procrastination is to do what I call a brain dump. So what's a brain dump? It's just getting out a piece of paper and a pen. I like to do it with writing it out, not typing it out, because there's something that happens when you're writing something kinesthetically. Um, I sometimes go to my whiteboard, but do whatever works for you. You can you know, use whatever tool works for you, but write it out. Get all of that stuff out of your head. If you have questions and you're thinking, well, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do this. Um, this I know I need to do this, but I don't know what to, just write it all out get it out of your head, and then start to put together a step-by-step -step plan. So once you get it out of your head on paper, then you can see it all. And what I find is sometimes I have those racing thoughts. If I don't write it out, if I don't get it out, out on paper, I almost feel like I'm gonna forget it. And so if you write it out, then it's all there, and then you can start organizing it. And what needs to be done first? What's the first step? And so you start to put together a plan. Yeah, and this goes uh, even back to, you know, the verse that we read, Proverbs 27, 1, don't brag about tomorrow since you don't know what uh, the day will bring. Well, you know, even just regarding having a whole bunch of ideas, isn't it so easy in our culture or our world that we live in today to see great ideas dissolve into thin air because of distractions uh, or we didn't write that down, or we didn't yeah, actually take <laughs> action when we needed to, and then a week later, that idea is gone. It, it's just we forget it. There's a whole lot of other stuff right in front of us, you know, that has our attention. And I remember hearing a story that Billy Joel, you know, used to keep a notepad right by his bed, and uh, he would wake up in the middle of the night sometimes, and he would remember a dream. Yeah. of some lyrics, some song lyrics that it, that came to him. 
Uh, he said sometimes he, his best ideas would come when he was sleeping. And so he would have that notepad right there. He'd write down the, you know, uh, the words. And how many of those could have become, you know, uh, biggest hits, you know, that, that Billy Joel wrote? Well, um, we've been mentoring writers for over eight years. And I hear over and over and over again that writers get book ideas or whole entire books through dreams. <laughs> So yeah. it, that's a really great tip is just to leave something beside your bed, just to scribble a note if you need to. But I always have either a notebook or, you know, in my notes app on my yeah. phone when I'm walking. The notes app is big. I'm <laughs> always like writing down my ideas or writing things down as God gives them to me. So that's a great tip. Yeah. Just a quick little story. I, I mentioned this story uh, a couple weeks ago on our online prayer meeting, but Again, back to myself in terms of being a perpetrator, procrastinator. Um, you know, in college, I used to wait until the day before, like, a 15 or 20-page paper was due. I was a sociology <laughs> major, and with sociology or psychology or a number of those disciplines, you've got these big papers that you have to write. And uh, there were many that I waited until the day before because I was dreading it so much. I think that's another reason we procrastinate. Right. We dread something. Yes. That ought to identify something going on inside of us, by the way, that God can can twist or perhaps give us a different perspective on. But I would do this thing. I'd finish it at 3, 4 in the morning. And then guess what? There was a girl that I could call upon to say, Hey, Monica... And I'd pay her a little bit, but I'd say, hey, I finally finished the paper. And, you know, I'm calling her room at four in the morning, <laughs> three in the morning, saying, I'm finished. Can you start typing the paper now? She was somebody I paid to type the paper. Because you wrote it out by hand. I wrote it out by notebook. hand. Yeah. And I feel so bad looking back. You know, I used to, I mean, how many hours of sleep did I cost that gal? <laughs> but bless her heart, she came to my rescue many times. And yet... It was something that I don't know why. I can kind of relate to that that humor that says, uh, if it weren't for the last minute, I wouldn't get anything done. Yeah. He, amazingly, he I did on get the last some. Minute. Yeah. I do not. Amazingly, <laughs> I was able to actually get good work done. But I don't recommend that, and I don't even recommend it to myself because it causes unnecessary stress at times, especially if you actually do have a due date. But good planning is smart, it's wise, and yet I think it's it's something in, in us, each of us has to deal with, that prevents us from taking action. You know, we, we put it off because we either feel overwhelmed or we feel dread, I don't want to do this, things that maybe aren't as fun. And so, again, I'm preaching to myself there. It was yeah. a quality that... I don't know how I survived through college, but somehow I got that degree. <laughs> well, and speaking of dread, you know, that's something that I specifically will deal with with certain tasks in my business. You know, as I grow my team, I'm having other team members that can do things that I don't particularly either I'm not gifted to do, even though I can do it, or I don't enjoy doing it. But when I really dread a task, one thing that helps me is using the Pomodoro technique. Hmm. So those of you that have been following me for a while know I say Pomodoro equals productivity. And also Pomodoro breaks through 
procrastination. So what it is, is basically you use a timer. It can be an online timer. It can be, um, I purchased even one from Amazon that like is visual and it shows you like the red of how many minutes are left. You can use whatever timer you have on your phone, your kitchen timer, and you set it for 25 minutes and then you don't do anything else but that task and you give your brain a deadline. And so then you focus only on that task, you turn off social media, you turn off your email, and then you give yourself a five minute break. You can also do the same thing with 50 minutes of work and 10 minute breaks. So either way, whichever works better for you, and we use this a lot in our academy, and with group writing sessions or virtual writing retreats, and it works. It just, for 90% of writers, it really, really works. It helps to give you a very specific deadline, and it's not too long, 25 minutes or 50 minutes, and then it really just gives you that visual and um, that focus to get the work done. So when I'm working on something, just being really honest, like taxes or, you know, <laughs> financial stuff that I don't really love to do, although it's getting better and it's getting easier the more I do it. But um, I will use the Pomodoro technique. Or if I've been putting off a project for writing a book or doing something like that, I will use the Pomodoro technique. And so that's something that if you do have that, that feeling of dread, that, 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 that is something that can really help. And I had my graphic designer actually create a worksheet for you to implement this Pomodoro technique. And you can download it free at trainingauthors.com forward slash breakthrough. You'll get um, our breakthrough PDF and in that PDF is a link to download that worksheet. And I highly, highly, highly recommend that you get that worksheet, you try this technique and just see how it works. Like I said, about 90% of writers really find it helpful. Yeah, so you got the Pomodoro technique, which is a great tip, another tip is to really set simple, achievable goals. So, you know, part of the reason we procrastinate is because the task at hand seems overwhelming. And I know Rebecca mentioned that uh, earlier, and it's so true. When something just seems so overwhelming, we are so tempted not to even start it in the first place. So if, if we make a plan, and like Shelly said, we have a brain dump where we have these ideas in our heads, we don't have to formulate everything right there that day. But if you write those ideas down and you just tackle one at a time, 15, 20-minute chunks, um, it seems so much, uh, so less overwhelming. And I think about, you know, when we hike a 14er here in Colorado, really every single person, no matter if you're fast or slow, has to uh, reach the peak one step at a time. One step at a right. time and one little bite-sized <laughs> chunk, you know, and you stop and take breaks and and eventually you conquer that goal. But um, have little chunks that uh, can help you. And then another tip is use incentives. How many others love to reward yourselves when you actually get something uh, finished that uh, you weren't planning on or or it just feels really good to finally jump through that hoop? So using incentives means, you know, we reward ourselves for that hard work. On my latest book, um, which is titled A Heart for Prayer, uh, it's basically 21 devotions and where I'm really just delving into prayer, different aspect of prayer, um, and really just drawing close to the Father specifically. Um, 
they were five to six hundred word devotions and a little thought at the end that uh, uh, for reflection and when I would get five or six hundred words done when I would finish one I would take a break sometimes I'd reward myself with some kind of a treat a cookie whatever it might be for some <laughs> of you you might say hey every you know if I get a thousand words done today which is a big goal for some of us um, I'm going to reward myself by going out uh, to my favorite restaurant, you know, and uh, you have to decide how you're going to reward yourself. But incentives are nice because you're almost thinking like, okay, uh, I've got something to look forward to if I'm in a section of writing that maybe is a little harder, a little more laborious. It's not necessarily that you dread it. It's just that you've got to start. And once you start, you get momentum and by the time you finish that, it's like, okay, now I give my brain a little bit of, bre- of a break and I allow my belly to take over. Yeah. yeah. And, and it so. could even just be as simple as I'm going to wait and get my cup of coffee or a cup of tea until I finish this section. Or I'm going to take a walk with my dog or I'm going to just do a little bit of something creatively or whatever it is for you. But when you're using yeah. the Pomodoro technique, you can use those breaks for even little incentives, you know, that mm. you start to look forward to. And another um, thing just to consider is if you're really battling procrastination right now and you know that there's something that you're to do, a project, a writing, whatever it is, take a break and go for a walk. So yeah. clear your mind, go for a walk, and even maybe consider not putting on any music or podcast and just have that time in solitude and just see what starts to come. Like start thinking through whatever project you're working on or whatever writing project and start like, you know, have something. I usually have my phone and my notes app. And I will tell you, as I start walking, ideas start coming. And so, you know, start to capture those. And, you know, as you're walking, um, it could just be that you're clearing your mind, giving yourself space and not the pressure, you know, not feeling pressure, but really just to give yourself some time um, to to really think through it, but also just to take a break. Yeah. And one of the worst things that we as writers could do if we're struggling with a bout of writer's block or just sort of in a in a moment of dullness is to just continue to stare at that blinking cursor on or the a blank computer, page. Sli- a computer screen <laughs> or that blank page if you're writing in a notebook. Again, you know, it's just another reason to get out, get some fresh air. Oxygen to the brain fuels ideas. Uh, if you can even get your heart rate up a little bit on that walk by walking briskly or jogging, uh, that even fuels and, and allows the neurons to activate and fire in, in new ways. And so that's why exercise, uh, we can do a whole podcast on the benefits of exercise for runners or, or for uh, for writers. So it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's a good tip for getting out of a dull spot. Yeah, there's a lot of research now on the mind-body connection. I think that's actually going to be part of our fall curriculum in Christian Book Academy. I've been starting to work on that, so um, I haven't told you that. So (laughs) (laughs) we'll probably do some more on that in the Academy in the fall when we're in the um, first draft challenge, which is going to be so fun. But I digress. So um, another tip, our last tip for you is to tell someone your goal or your idea. So making it public can sometimes give you some accountability 
And what I did for my Broken Crayon Still Color Book is I actually formed a private Facebook group and I invited people to be part of a beta group. So what that meant is they were, were agreeing to read my book and give me feedback as I was writing it, but it was also, for me, it was, a, it was external accountability. They were waiting you know, each week for me to send them another chapter. And I actually got my book done ahead of schedule and it really was the motivation that I needed to finish. But you know, you can be accountable to someone by simply texting them when you're starting something. So I heard of a, a writer that said, you know, she'll just text um, her accountability partner and say, or message them and say, hey, I'm starting right now. Could you be praying for me? And I'll check in with you in two hours or whatever your time limit is. And so you, ch you tell them and then you check back in. I remember I did that recently. There was a project I was working on. I think it was like some of the technical backend stuff for a webinar, which is not my favorite. I love teaching on webinars, but I was working on all that setup stuff and I texted my mom and my sister and I said, okay, I'm doing this. I've been putting this off and you know, keep me accountable. I'll check back in with you. And then my mom was like, oh yeah, I need to do this task too. So I'm going to do that while you know too. And so we were kind of feeding off of each other and we we both got all the things done that we wanted to get done so sometimes it can really really help um, to have that um, writing in a group can be super helpful at times too as long as the person that you're writing with is not distracting you and trying to talk to you <laughs> the whole time as long as you're writing and we have group writing sessions every month in Christian Book Academy where we have productivity parties. And so we write together. And then to kick off this fall session, we're going to have a two-day virtual writing retreat, which is amazing. It's really a member favorite and you get it um, for free as part of your membership. And so um, it's gonna be a really fun time. And you know, those are also opportunities to have that built-in accountability, but there's also an excitement or there's, there's, there's just an energy that happens. Um, for those of you that have been in our virtual writing retreats or um, you know, productivity part parties, there's something that's special that, that happens, right? And so um, you know, those are things that can also help you when you're feeling that sense of procrastination is to get the support of a group. Yeah, so great tips, uh, just things to consider. If you have other tips that have worked for you, uh, please share those in the comments. Yes, We'd love to do. hear your own ideas of how you bust through this procrastination obstacle. And um, we're at that point where, you know, we get to uh, the truth, which, you know, we have a true scripture. And in this particular episode, you know, we had a couple, but we're going to simply mention one of them and uh, of course John 8 32 is where we get this you know the then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free and today's truth is Psalm 119.60 I will hurry without delay to obey your commands and you know you can look at that and say Man, the Lord's given me an idea. He's given me a God idea. It's not just a good idea. It's a God idea. What am I doing now in terms of my part to put that thing in action, to get the momentum going, and uh, not delaying any further? And so that's uh, that's the truth. And we can rest in that, knowing that our, our Father 
is going to give us every ounce of energy and resource that we need to accomplish that if he's indeed called us to do that. So it's uh, it's good stuff. And uh, you wanted to share one more resource? Yeah, so just a reminder, the resource I mentioned was the Pomodoro Worksheet. And you can get that when you um, download our PDF at trainingauthors.com forward slash breakthrough. And you'll basically be downloading our PDF, um, five practical tips for Christian writers to break through writer's block. It's the best five tips that I've really seen over my years of mentoring writers. And so we would love for you to have that. Make sure to go download that. And in that PDF, you'll get a link to download the Pomodoro worksheet. My graphic designer created this for you. I know you're going to love it. Use it, try it. And um, also just let us know in the comments what was the tip that you feel like is most helpful for you? What is something that you feel like you could put to use? Um, you know, Jennifer says, thank you so much for all these tips. You're welcome. You know, we mm. just want to help you to move forward into what God has called you to do and to help you publish books that fulfill your calling and your purpose um, for your life. And so CJ's going to close us today with prayer. Yeah. So Lord, we just thank you so much uh, that you have given us the tools. Mm. You have given us power and the ability to break through procrastination. And Lord, I, I pray that uh, any of us that are struggling in this area, maybe we've had several ideas or projects we know that we were uh, supposed to start. Lord, I, I pray that you lift any unnecessary guilt that we wouldn't just wallow in that. But Lord, would you give us an excitement yes. and a new freshness and a motivation to actually tackle uh, these things one at a time and to do it in bite-sized chunks, one step at a time, mm. to um, conquer that peak, so to speak. And just like uh, someone that's fast, slow, it doesn't matter. Uh, we're all on this journey one step at a time and I just pray that uh, you would just give each and every one of uh, these listeners um, just a supernatural power to overcome this uh, this obstacle and I know it's certainly something that I've dealt with and mm -hmm. it's uh, you know it comes and goes and I just pray that uh, whatever it is that we know we're to set um, our hand to the plow in and not look back. Lord, I pray that we would just be able to look ahead, keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, and and really be about the things that we've been called to do, the things that we've been called to write. And uh, as a result, we know you're going to encourage and bless people because of those things. And uh, help us to be obedient, Lord, to mm -hmm. what you're calling us to do. And I uh, thank you for each and every one of these writers and the gifts and the abilities that you've given them. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And just a reminder, I posted today on Facebook and Instagram about like going at the pace of God's grace, mm -hmm. not striving, not pushing, but patiently waiting on, you know, in prayer, in times with him for that inspiration and you know really just allowing him and the holy spirit to provide that flow through you so i think it's just an, another good reminder when we talk about procrastination we can just get in this mindset of i just gotta push through i just gotta try harder i just gotta strive and i just want you to say oh i can take a deep breath 
God is with me. I can patiently wait for him. And yet I will take action when he leads me, when he prompts me and go at the pace of his grace. And that's going to be different for every single one of you. I also want to remind you that if you've missed any of these episodes, they've been so good. Um, Every single one, we've been tackling different obstacles. You can get caught up at trainingauthors.com forward slash breakthrough dash series. And in that post is our prayer for you. We um, did 15 prayers for Christian writers. And so if you need more um, more encouragement, more prayer, just go and re-listen to that prayer over and over and over again. It's on our podcast. It's on um, YouTube. It's here on Facebook. Wherever you prefer to listen, just listen to it over and over again until God just really just gives you a breakthrough. Um, We're providing these resources to help you, and we are so excited to hear the testimonies that come from this series. So thanks for joining us. We'll be back again next Wednesday with another episode all about perfectionism. So excited to be back with you guys next week. All right, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Kingdom Writers. We believe that you as a Christian writer have a specific role to play in the kingdom of heaven to impact lives for eternity. And because of this, we choose to pour out our lives into encouraging writers like you to not only tell your stories, but to take the courageous step of self-publishing your stories in books that will outlive you and leave behind a powerful legacy. This podcast is sponsored by Christian Book Academy, where we help you give birth to your books. We invite you to join our community of kingdom writers.